Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Cheers! Guys, welcome back to probably a podcast, but this is a very special episode of Probably a Podcast. They're all fucking special, but this one's extra special because it is the holiday spectacular. I change the name every year. It's sometimes just a holiday episode. This year, it feels like the holiday spectacular. So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Happy motherfucking holidays, okay? Um, love you guys so much. Let's get into it. But wait, before we get into the actual holiday spectacular, I must tell you, if you have not been to a live show yet, don't fear, don't fret. We have so many coming up. So many, it'll blow your mind, okay? First things first, Florida, all my Florida people, my gators, my gators out there, we're coming to you. I'm going to say this in order, so I'm going to look at my phone. We are coming to Naples, okay? We're coming to Naples. We're coming to Miami. And in Miami, we have a very special guest, a very special guest coming to the Miami show, <laughs> the Miami, the Miami show. So you're going to want to be there for that. Plan a girl's trip. Come to Miami. It's going to be a blast, all right? We're going to go to 11 after. We're going to just shake our titties. And then after Miami, we have St. Pete. And I feel like St. Pete is going to be a wild time. So you guys come to the Florida shows. And then after that, we have Milwaukee, St. Louis, Kansas City, and Indy, okay? Now, my Midwest girlies, you just, you guys are always riding for me. You really are. When I was in Chicago, people brought me cake plates with my face on it. I just feel like, I feel like the Midwest girlies are going to show up and show out. So come shake your titties with me if you're from the Midwest. I have a really, really strong affection for Midwesterners. So come on out. And then a banger in Nashville. Now you want to talk about going to a girl's trip, come on a girl's trip, come to Nashville. And this is my plea to you. This is my plea because Nashville will be my biggest audience. There are 1200 tickets to be sold. Come on, mama. How many sell these tickets? How many sell these tickets? Plan a girl's trip. Come to Nashville for ready for this. It's on 420. It's on 420. It's going to be a fabulous time. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to have new material. We're going to blow the house down. It's in Nashville. It's just going to be crazy. It's my second time back. And the first time we did Nashville, the tickets sold out in five minutes. So I'm really hoping that we we really get these tickets sold, but come see me in Nashville. It's going to be a blast. It'll be fantastic. And then after Nashville, who I also feel like are going to be my wildest shows yet. I don't know why I, I have not said this about every show. I just feel like the, the girls of Boston, Pittsburgh, and Philly, because we have three shows there. Um, I feel like you guys are going to, you're going to scare me and then you're going to make me love you. I want to be scared and then I'm going to want to hang out with you. So, um, come scare me and come to those shows as well. Those are all the live shows coming up. The link is in my bio. The link is in this, uh, YouTube video. If you're watching, come to the live shows. I promise you guys will laugh. You just will at least, at least once, at least once. Okay. Now back to the episode. I currently am hosting my in-laws to be, um, I can go ahead and call my in-laws. Why not? You know what I mean? It's all this to be, I find the word fiance to be like odd. You know what I mean? It's like, I'd rather call my boyfriend or my husband, but, uh, yeah. Anyways, it's just my in-laws. Okay. So James family's here and I know I kind of got you guys up to speed with me hosting and doing everything. So, uh, other than the fact that I have a lot of bright lights on me right now, the way that I was sweating from every orifice of my being as I was getting this house ready. And here's the thing. One thing about Southern women, when it's time to host. I want to make sure nobody thinks that I live in my home. That's the goal. Okay. You want to say, Oh, I'm from the South. I'm hosting a party or I'm having people over for dinner or drinks or God forbid they're coming over to spend the night. This house needs to look like I bought it 
yesterday. Okay. I bought it and it was designed and furnished yesterday. No proof of life. I don't even want milk and eggs in the fridge. Okay. I don't want anyone to fucking know I live here. And that's a level of clean that I was trying to get this, um, establishment to be at in James slash men in general. They don't fucking get it. Do you know what I mean? He kept saying, this is my favorite thing. They don't care. They don't care. My parents don't care. I'm like, motherfucker. I care. I care. Also, here's the thing. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? Like, what if I really was just like, oh my God, maybe one day when I have like kids, I'll just be like, it is what it is. It is what it is. But like right now I can clean my fucking house. You know what I mean? So clean she did. And giving to James kept calling me Sergeant Shannon. He was like, Sergeant Shannon. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Because I literally was tasking him with like just so many things. So many things, guys. At one point he was leaf blowing the front porch. That might seem like a normal task, but we've never goddamn leaf blown this porch in our entire lives. All right. We, I don't even, I didn't even know I had a leaf blower, but I spotted one. I samurai spotted one of those motherfuckers in the garage. And I said, oh, leaf blower. Perfect. Go leaf blow the, the, the front yard. And he was like, what? There's not any leaves. I was like, there's shit on there that needs to be gone. Again, I needed the house to look uninhabited. So, um, a lot of people came through and were like, are you stressed to host? Are you doing this? I'm not, I was way more excited than stressed truly. And now that they're here, gosh, his family really is so chill. Like they're so easy. And when his mom came to visit, it was the same thing. Like I wasn't sure what it was going to be like, but she makes everyone feel so comfortable in their home and so relaxed and chill. It's not like it's, it's how my parents are. Everyone just feels really relaxed there. And I knew when Marcia came, she would do that and she did, but there's just something about it. Like I said, I was more excited than stressed, but being, and I think it's a Southern woman or maybe it's just a woman thing. Like I innately just want the house to be perfect. And I'm the same way when my family comes, when my family comes, I'm not like when my friends come, I stress out to get the house ready. When Anna Grace came this past week, I was in the thick of it. I was in the trenches, right? And whenever I first, um, called her, I was like organizing, doing a bunch of stuff. It had so much on my plate. It was like Anna Grace and Taylor are probably the only two people that I won't clean for. And I sent her a voice note being like, I've tried to get a bunch of stuff together. Your room's perfect. But at the end of the day, like, I I'm sorry. I just like, I, I didn't clean for you. And she was like, I will be offended if you did. So there are like one or two people that I won't go full on like psycho mode clean for. And they're few and far between. But anyways, um, the house looks stunning. <laughs> okay. It looks stunning. And we're here and we're drinking a gin and tonic and... That's weird of me, but it's the Christmas slash holiday slash Hanukkah slash Kwanzaa spectacular. So it's not that weird if you think about it. Um, so cheers, guys. If you're listening, it's the day after Christmas. So what'd you get? Did you hate it? Did you love it? Are you on the way to the mall right now to return that piece of shit that your aunt gave you? Maybe, perhaps. And then you thought, wow, I'm sitting in so much traffic. I would love to listen to Shannon. And here we are listening together. So let's talk about some Christmas shit. Oh, by the way, also this outfit, which um is so warm. You should definitely wear it to go skiing. We actually just had to pause the episode because I was like, producer Courtney, please open a window. I'm so burning up. This is from Show Me Your Moo Moo. And if you're watching, not listening, this is the most fabulous outfit in the fucking world. So go shop Show Me Your Moo Moo. I love them. I love the two girls that own Show Me Your Moo Moo. I love the girls that work at Show Me Your Moo Moo. And there's always like just something about buying from a company where the people who work for and at the company are just amazing. It makes you want to buy it more. So, um, yeah, shop, show me, Mimo. I love them. And this outfit is fire. Um, okay. So let's talk about the holidays. I have a lot on the, on the docket today. So first and foremost, um, holiday traditions, you guys all wanted to know about holiday traditions. And one thing about me drinking gin is not on there, but I'm thinking I should add it because I really like gin. It tastes like a Christmas tree. I don't know how people drink this in the summertime, but it definitely is giving Christmas. Okay. So I asked James and his parents, like what some holiday traditions were that they had before. Cause a lot of people are like, what are your holiday traditions? What are James? And then like, what do you want to start for your family? So a couple of our holiday traditions are that I could just think of right off the bat. My mom always puts, well, there's some, some things that aren't like tradition, but just happen every year. So I guess it's a tradition, but it's not like a warm, fuzzy, heartfelt tradition. Like we always get Ferrero Rocher's in our stockings, like always, 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 always. And sometimes we get those little towers. Sometimes I can tell my mom forgot and there's just a little three pack, um, whatever it may be. We always get Ferrero Rocher's, but something that I think is really cute is, and also dental products. Why does every mom put toothpaste and toothbrushes and producer Courtney, is that a Canon event? Do you know that? Do you know that phrase? Canon event. I learned it from TikTok. It'll be like my sister fell for the guy, whatever. This is going to be a lame one, but like they're usually more niche than this, but like, it'll be like my sister fell for the captain of the football team. And they're like, that's a Canon event. It can't be stopped. It, it just has to happen. But they're usually like really niche, like 
I don't know, sometime, somehow I found myself on Theater Kid TikTok and honestly, checks out. <laughs> and, I, and it was like all of these like Theater Kid references, like the guy that plays the this at this and it's like everyone comments, that's a Canada event. They ha it has to happen. You have to go through it. So um, I feel like a Canada event for all of us is that our moms just put dental products and hygiene products in our stockings. We're like, hold on, hold on. What the fuck is this? But something that we have in our stocking other than dental hygiene products and floss, which like, what the fuck? Um... We always get, and my grandpa did it with my parents, with my mom, um, we get a coconut in our stocking. Every year we get a coconut. And every year we like go to crack it outside. Um, when we got older, we started carrying less and the coconut was just like in the stocking. We'd pull it out and like be like, oh, the coconut. And then I'd be like, what, what are we, we, we going to do with this? But anyways, I was trying to save my mom some time this year. And I was at Publix where they sell coconuts. And I was like, hey, mom, I'm going to grab the coconuts for the stockings. Don't worry about it. I'll grab those so you don't have to travel with the coconuts. Okay. So one less thing on her, you know, in her checked luggage, just getting there driving. But anyways, I was like, I'll grab them for you. Those motherfuckers are $4.99 a piece. And I don't know if inflation has those bitches higher or what, but I was like, man, I started feeling bad for all the years that we just take the coconut out and we're like, ha yay, the coconut. And we just like throw it. Like we should do something with the coconuts. Is there a place where we can donate the coconuts? What did any of you like assigned to coconut? Um, I've said coconut so many times that the word coconut sounding really weird. Um, anyways, that's a tradition that we always have. So I just bought some coconuts to go in our stockings and, oh, we have this tradition, which I feel like a lot of people do. And a lot of people don't, I asked James, they do not do this, but we had the tradition that every year we always go to, um, church on Christmas Eve. Well, we used to always, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't now, but every year at night on Christmas Eve, we get to open up one gift. Are you an open up one gift on Christmas Eve kind of family? Let me know in the comments below. Are you, Courtney? Do you guys get to open up one? Yeah, see, it's a really popular tradition, I feel like. So we open up one gift on Christmas Eve. But here's the thing. Sharon Kay be monitoring what gift you're opening. And it's never anything fun. She's like, okay, you're going to open this one. I'm like, wow, how perfect. We all happen to open up the matching pajamas you got us for Christmas. It's like moms go out and buy the Christmas Eve gift for you to open. And it's never like a toy for you to play with. It's like the pajamas she wants you to wear the next day. I'm like, would you want? Why don't you just give us those? And then we get to open a toy on Christmas Eve. Um, but yeah, that's a cute tradition, I feel like. What did James say? I wrote something down. James said that their tradition, oh, they put tangerines in their stocking, which my mom did that too sometimes. I feel like that's a thing. Oh, and they also call Santa Claus Father Christmas. They do not call him uh, Santa Claus, which is hilarious to me. Like, Father Christmas. Like, I was like just picturing James running down the stairs in his little like footsie pajamas being like, oh, mommy, Father Christmas came. And James was like, well, yeah, that is what I sounded like. And I was like, oh God, it's so Harry Potter. It hurts. It's so cute. It's so cute. Um, so Father Christmas. So she was like, well, we would leave half-eaten carrots and, you know, little cookies and milk for Father Christmas. And I'm like, that is so cute. All right, guys. Now I'm very excited to talk to you guys about this brand because, 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 because I use them all the time. And I am a self-proclaimed camel. That's right. I um, I don't drink a lot of water. I don't. I just don't. James calls me a camel. And I think it's kind of cute. It's a little, nice little nickname, okay? But it's just hard for me to drink water. So when I do drink water, I need it to really count, all right? So that is why I drink Element. Now, Element is the queen of electrolyte replenishment. It's spelled like L-M-N-T. You guys have probably seen it before because it's everywhere. I got turned on to them than none other than my crunchy bestie, Taylor, because she was obsessed with them during her pregnancy, but then James became their biggest fan. So I was like, okay, it's all over the house. It's in every store I see basically what's going on with this product. And I am the consumer. So I wanted to try it. And the biggest thing that sets them apart from the other electrolyte drink mixes is that there's absolutely no sugar, zero, just salt to replace all the lost sodium. There's no artificial ingredients, no coloring, no fillers, no gluten, honestly, just no BS. And the reason that it's so important to have electrolytes in our system is because they facilitate so many different functions in our body. They're conductive of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. Now, I'm no scientist, and that sounded all very well, not a science guy, but the things about all that stuff is I know they are important. So I personally love chugging a little bit of element mixed in my water before and after I drink wine. It's just helped me not have a headache the next day. It's amazing. And listen, everyone is using element, by the way. So jump on the train. We got pro athletes using it, Olympic athletes using it, even Navy SEALs drink it. And I drink it, so I'm fabulous. So you know, it's the good stuff. And right now, element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That is eight single serving packets for free with any element order. And that's just a great great way to try all eight flavors or share element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash probably. This deal is only available through my link, by the way. So you have to go to drinklmnt.com slash probably. Also, element offers no questions asked refunds. So try it totally risk-free. And if you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. You have literally got nothing to lose. Just go to drinkelement.com slash probably.
also I don't know I didn't really look into this because I'm not like trying to hate on anyone at all but I texted Taylor so I got on Instagram and if you're this is a trigger warning if you are listening to this podcast in front of children this is going to talk about S-A-N-T-A and it's going to talk about things that maybe children shouldn't hear so um you know it, this is your trigger warning but I was talking to I called Taylor because I opened up my Instagram and Haley Bieber posted this video on her Instagram that was like, I was, again, trigger warning, turn this off in front of children. Um, it was like, I was like 11 when I found out saying I wasn't real. And I was like, oh my God, I had my phone on like full blast. I don't have children, right? I, I'm in my, I was in my bed by myself, but I was like, oh, how dare she? Like, and I'm so not a Karen. Like sometimes, you know, when things happen and people are like, you should trigger warning first. Like, I'm not trying to discredit anyone's triggers, but here's the thing. Like, everything can have a trigger warning. You know what I mean? People are like, I have limophobia. Before you drink that lime soda cocktail, you should have trigger warned us. I'm like, okay, first of all, some people need to relax. Okay. All your triggers are not my responsibility. However, here's the thing. When she did that, I was triggered. I was like, I don't even have kids and you can't do that. What I do immediately. Well, by the way, the video kept going. She was like at her little YouTube video or maybe she was like doing an interview. It was like her YouTube. She had posted it to her channel on Instagram though, not YouTube, right? And you know, when you're on Instagram, you're scrolling, it just popped up for me. And then it, it kept going, she doubled down. She was like, and I remember when my mom told me, this is crazy, you know what? This is actually, now that I'm re rethinking it, this is crazy behavior, Haley Bieber. She doubled down on to say like, yeah, the day I found out, I didn't think I really cared. Like my mom was telling my sister Santa Claus wasn't real and I walked in and my mom was like, oh no. And I was like, Santa's not real. And then she was like, yeah, neither is the Easter bunny, neither is the tooth fairy, neither is this. And I was like, oh my God. If a kid, if a mom was listening to this and a kid was nearby, obviously you would probably have turned it off the first time she said saying it wasn't real. But like there was just so many times that she said it. And then she doubled down with the other magical fairy creatures of the universe that children know and love. It was just the craziest thing. I was like, she should really have not posted that on her like feed. I don't think without a trigger warning or to say something. I don't know how to explain it. I was like, did she do this on purpose? What did I do? I raced to the comments. The comments were unhinged people were not okay <laughs> people were fucking uh, furious with miss bieber okay there is absolutely no amount of lip, lip peptide that she could sell to dig herself out of this hole because she was fucked okay she was christmas fucked and um yeah they were really upset with her and i will say i called taylor and she didn't answer um so i texted her and i said don't <laughs> Like this would help, but I was like, don't watch Haley Bieber's video in front of Walker because Walker's five, you guys like, you know, the Santa Claus is very real and really Santa Claus is great because Santa Claus is a bit like God in the sense that like, you know, you could just say he's always watching, you know, any time of the year, he's always watching and that that really works. That scare tactic really works for Walker. All right. The girl loves her toys. She loves being on the nice list and it's a fantastic tool to use. I'm not even her parent, but like, you know, if she ever be fucking around around me, I'm like, you know what, Walker, it's a thing. Santa knows you just did that. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm like, it really, <laughs> really works for her. So anyways, I told Taylor to be very mindful if she was watching that and she called me and she goes, oh, dude, dude, I was sitting on the couch scrolling through Instagram. I didn't go to Haley's page. No, who does? I mean, like, I mean, we do. Sure. I'm, I like find her. I'm very obsessed with Haley Bieber and everything that she does in her style and everything. But like, I don't just like casually go to her page, but like you're scrolling, it popped up and she's like, dude, I was scrolling on Instagram and that popped up and Walker was sitting right beside me. I scrolled so fast. Walker wasn't paying attention. She was like on her iPad or something, but Taylor was like, I thought the same thing. And I was like, well, don't worry. I went to the comments. People were freaking out. And Taylor's like, good. They should be freaking out. That was crazy. Actually, I wonder if it's still up. Can you go to her page and see if it's still up? I'm so curious. Anyways, um, that was wild behavior on Haley Bieber's part. And she got absolutely chestnuts roasting on the open fire roasted okay so that was not good some more traditions i have let's see coconuts in our stocking one present on christmas eve um oh a tradition that runs really heavy in my family is that my sister hates every gift we ever give her <laughs> um that one every year we you know me here's the thing here's the issue as a little sister I should learn from my mistakes but as a little sister and i don't okay i'm not gonna and one thing about me, I know this seems very odd behavior if you think you know me, but I actually am a little bit of a peacemaker in my family. Like I kind of am a peacemaker in certain situations. My little brother's probably a bit more of a peacemaker than us because we know how unbiased my little brother is. So if we really want to know if someone's on our side, we'll be like, Dylan, what do you think? And he's like, I could see both sides. Like, I'll just say like, who's right. <laughs> I'll be like, this person's right. But, um, 
I have started telling our other family members, I'm like, you know, she just wants to send a link and get what she wants. It's fine. And I myself am personally like, oh, but that's no fun. But that's no fun. But I get mad at my mom when my mom tries to go off script with my sister. I'm like, you know, not to go off script. Just get her the link she sent you. But then it comes to me, my gift to get her. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to just get her what she sent us a link for that she specifically wants. Why would I get her that? <laughs> that sounds crazy. Um, so yeah, I got her some stuff this year that was not a link that she sent. And then like literally three days before Christmas, I panicked and I was like, oh no, she's going to hate all of this. <laughs> I was like, I've got to, I got to text her. And I was like, hey, would you send me a link for something that you might want? I've got you a couple things, but I would like to just be sure that you like one of them. My sister, bad liar. I called her wife and suggest, like, I was like, what do you think about this that I got her? And she goes, um, I think she would. Well, I know. Um, well, and I was like, yep, I'm going to text her for a link. And she goes, you know, Emery's just such a bad liar. And I was like, you know, she is, <laughs> especially her bad lying skills become superpower bad lying skills somehow on Christmas morning. She is it is so obvious. She's like, wow, thank you so much. That's so nice. And you're like, fuck. Um, anyway, so I got her a link. Did he link the link? It was nice. Um, she'll love that. It's the day after Christmas. And I promise you that was the right move, Shannon. If you're listening to previous Shannon, past Shannon and future Shannon, you did the right thing. Okay. <laughs> what other traditions do we have? Oh, you know what? My Mimi, my, my sweet pretzel Mimi, she is no longer with us, but she would always make Christmas day ambrosia. And do you guys know what that is? Do you know what that is producer Courtney? It's fruit. It's fruit. So I'm not going to lie. And I don't want to speak illy of the food dishes of the dead. Um, I never want to do that, but Mimi, if you're listening, I never really liked the ambrosia. It was a bit watery. It was a bit, uh, there was a lot of things going on and maybe my Mimi made a, just a juicy ambrosia and most are different, but every year I'd be like, Oh, and my dad's always like, don't forget the ambrosia, grab some of that and put it on your plate. And I'm like, Ooh, dad, I don't want the ambrosia. Also, why is it called ambrosia? <laughs> it sounds like embryo or something. I don't like it. Um, but that was always a tradition we always had, uh, Oh, and also, do you guys know that the day after Christmas to British people is called Boxing Day? I don't know what it stands for. Can you look up what it stands for, Courtney? Because it's something to do with returning boxes. I don't know. It's the holiday season. Uh, 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 uh. And guess what we're doing? We are getting gifts. And I feel like this is the best gift ever, ever, ever. And you're hearing this from the queen of packing. Okay. So I'm the queen of packing. You guys know that. And I should win an award. I just get and understand packing, but here's the thing about packing. What does it start with? It starts with good luggage. And this is what I'm talking about being the best gift ever because, and I'm like, it would be so cute to see these little base luggages just under the tree because they have fabulous colors. All right, let me get to the point. The point is that these are the best suitcases quite literally ever. And they have so much more than suitcases too. It's all traveling essentials. And like I said, your luggage is the blueprint of packing. So if you want to pack well, you got to have good luggage and I've tried them all so that you guys don't have to and bar none the best on the market is base the way that this luggage will solve all of your problems is insane and there's nothing more annoying than traveling and having issues with your luggage so beginning with my personal favorite aspect they have the overweight indicator because ain't no one trying to have all their luggage spread out for the world to see at the delta counter while everyone rolls their eyes because you get your panties and curling iron flying everywhere because you're trying to figure out how to get your bag to be four and a half pounds less overweight. All right. Well, not anymore because base has this little red dot on the side that'll come up with your luggage is overweight. It is iconic. Okay. It's also got this stress ball, squishy cushion material on the underside of the handle for comfort while you pull it. It glides like a dream. All right. Cause no one wants a broken buggy at a supermarket and no one wants broken luggage at an airport because there's nothing worse than a suitcase that does not pull right. Now I have two of their weekender bags as well. And I have given one as a gift before. I'm going to do it this year for Christmas because they are just as iconic and it slides right over your suitcase to sit right onto it. It's got so many interior pockets and my favorite thing, this genius underneath the zipper compartment for shoes to save space. Like truly they thought of everything. So functionality aside, we have seen base owner Shay Mitchell and she's just about the most fabulous thing there is. She's so fashionable. So you already know that base luggage is chef's kiss on the aesthetic side of things like it looks so chic so trendy it's always the vibe when you're traveling we always want to look chic um i would just simply never use anything but base okay and they just come out with so many cool bright colors they've got classic neutral colorways whatever you want i could talk about them for hours but i'll get to the discount code okay right now base is offering my listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash probably. Just go to basetravel.com slash probably for 15% off your first purchase. That is B-E-I-S travel.com slash probably. Hosting wise, I'm like I said, more excited than nervous, but here's the thing. Um, I got really excited and it definitely, this is what my mom always talks about. She's like, I love when you guys come to visit because it gives me an excuse to kind of like get shit done around the house. And that is, there were a lot of unfinished things around here 
when we first moved in, I wanted to get all the rooms set, but then there'd be like a bunch of random shit in, in every closet in every room was kind of just shoved full of shit. And there's nothing like a swift little kick in the ass whenever I knew people were going to be staying in this guest room for over a week. So I wanted to make sure that the closets were empty because people want to use the closets in the rooms they're staying in. So I really got down to the nitty gritty this week and Anna Grace was amazing. She sat with me while I just organized closets. And then once she left, I downloaded the audiobook fourth wing. Everyone is talking about fourth wing. I'm literally like 30 minutes in. So, you know, still got a ways to go. It's a 20 hour audiobook, but really excited to listen to that. And I've just been tucking into organizing. I'm not pregnant, but it feels like I'm nesting. Okay. Um, okay. Wait, do, do you know what boxing day stands for? Oh, okay. So in Victorian times, the wealthy would box of items they no longer needed, presumably after Christmas, and then they would give them to the poor. Boxing day. Oh, sweet. I don't think Americans do that. So it's really sweet and British of them. So uh, anyways, yeah, I was getting all the rooms ready and they all look so cute and so nice. And I'm so glad we got them all settled and great. And then my family, like I told you guys, is staying seven minutes up the road. I'm after the other day because they finally got the address from the Airbnb and we're bringing their doggy. I'm so excited to have the dog here. Um, Brandy, my parents' puppy. Okay. So the plans over here, I didn't make any super stiff plans because we have like, we have like a lot coming together at once. You know what I mean? Like my family's meeting James's family. They're interacting. They're hanging out. They are, I don't want, I don't want, okay. Forced fun is not fun. And I didn't want to like, you know, get board games or get things to just like force everyone to get to know each other. Like I just want everyone to just like chill and get to know each other. And I want everyone to be able to do their own thing. My family's been to Nashville a million times, but James's family never has. So like his brother and sister want to go downtown Nashville and explore. So we're excited to let them like do their thing slash be with them while they do their thing. But I don't want anyone to feel like trapped, you know, other than the dinners and lunches that we're doing like Christmas brunch. And I did plan that. So we're doing a Christmas brunch for tradition. So the forward tradition is on Christmas morning, we wake up lazily. We have like a big, big brunch with like my mom's breakfast casserole and then like pastries and coffee and mimosas. And then, um, we make this, me and my sister are always in charge of the bloody Mary bar and we take that shit motherfucking serious. Okay. Like we are, I'll have to post a picture of it. Like it is a spread. And I feel like a Bloody Mary, like a good Bloody Mary is a meal in itself. So we have like the bacon, the celery sticks, the olives, the pepperoncinos, the little pickles, like shrimp, shrimp cocktail, like so many things. So we'll do that. That's like a tradition. And we just eat. And then we lazily open up presents with each other. And then we just kind of chill. And then James's Christmas. So the Middleton tradition is we're going to do a Christmas roast. And his mom is going to make like a really traditional British Sunday roast, Christmas roast situation. And I'm gonna help her do that. And then Christmas Eve, we never do this. This is not a thing we do. It's very Kardashian of us, but I thought it'd be fun if we all got dressed up and I made like a really swanky prime rib and turkey. Me and my family, the Ford tradition is that we do Chinese takeout on Christmas Eve. And it's so funny. I thought that was like a niche thing that we did. And I did not realize that so many people do that. And that's true. The day I was telling, uh, I think it's, it's been years now, but like the first time I told Taylor, I was like, yeah, my family is so quirky. We're so crazy. Like Christmas Eve, we get Chinese takeout. And she was like, yeah, we do that too. And I was like, oh, on Christmas Eve, every Christmas Eve, you guys get Chinese takeout. And she's like, Shannon, everyone does that. It's the only thing open on Christmas Eve. And I was like, wait, oh, okay. I thought we were like, cute and crazy and special. And she's like, no bitch, everyone does that. And I was like, oh, anyways, we're foregoing that this year. And I'm trying to do the Kardashian effect, which is probably just me trying to do too fucking much, like overachieving for the hosting aspect. And I'm probably going to regret it immensely, but nevertheless, <laughs> I am doing a Kardashian inspired. Everyone get dressed up. We'll have a big, like prime rib, turkey, ham, like, like huge Christmas Eve. I like have a whole table setting. Um, we're going to do that. And I hope everyone just gets plastered. I thought about buying a microphone, like a, like a karaoke mic. So we could all just karaoke. Whenever I celebrated Christmas with James family last year, it was like a pre-Christmas celebration. Cause they always go out of town. Everyone, we got so drunk at Christmas, like Eve dinner. Well, it wasn't Christmas Eve, but you guys know what I mean. Like the Christmas dinner celebration thing. We all got so drunk that like, I don't know who said it, but we were all like, you have to go around. <laughs> everyone has to go around in the circle of the table and everyone has to play a song that they would sing for karaoke and they have to karaoke it. And if you don't, you have to take a shot. So what ended up happening was everyone picked a song, karaoke it at the table. So we were, basically his brother was just like playing it over the speakers and we were just like singing it louder over the music. It wasn't like there weren't words and singers on it still, it was just on Spotify. And then we would all be like, yeah, now take a shot. So everyone sang their song and took a shot. 
rather than the or, but that's okay. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. And I kind of like hope it gets rowdy like that. I, ho- I hope it really, you know, sticks, sticks it like that. Cause that's just, that it's just fun to get schmitschfaced with your relatives. Um, okay. There'll be a lot of personalities in the house. That's for sure. Um, the largest one being mine. So I should be on my P's and Q's. I'll, I'll try to remember to do that, but let's see some other things. Um, oh, favorite holiday memories. Um, okay. Let me think of some. If I thought harder, people were like, what are some holiday mishaps? And I'm like, I'm sure there's a funny one. You know, like the classic, like we asked for this and you got this and you're like, no, Santa Claus, I asked for this. And like your mom or dad just like accidentally got it so wrong. And they're like, "Uh oh, Santa must not have heard you right. And you're like, how could you not have heard me right? I literally wrote it on the paper. And you're like, they're like, oh, one of the elves must have made a mistake. And you're like, oh, how could he do that? Like, yeah, I'm sure there are some funny ones like that. But some like core memories from Christmas that are sticking out to me is my sister and I asked for a, hold on. My sister and I asked for a, well, <laughs> tell you. Might as well finish it. My sister and I asked for a trampoline. I want to say five years in a row. Okay. One thing about my family, didn't have the money to buy a trampoline. Okay. So my parents were like, yeah, no. And I wonder if I'm getting this story wrong. I need to fact check this with my mother. I'm actually going to call her. I want to say that my mom and dad got the trampoline because my cousin, who's an only child, um, th- my aunt and uncle and my cousin, who's an only child, were, were getting him a brand new, crazy, really fancy trampoline. And so they were like, you can have you can have his old one. And <laughs> so hold on. I want to fact check that because the story is really funny. Hold on. Okay. What else is my mom doing other than waiting for my phone call? Do you ever feel like that? You're like, you have to be sitting there waiting for my phone call. Why aren't you answering? Hey. hey, mom, I have you on speakerphone and you're on the podcast. Just FYI. Oh my goodness. Well, thanks for heads up. You're welcome. Question. I'm fact checking myself. The year we got the trampoline and I'm recording my Christmas episode. So the year we got um, the trampoline was the trampoline, Caleb, Aunt Christine, Uncle, um, what? Yes. And she gave us his old trampoline, right? Correct. And so you guys got it from Atlanta? How'd you get it from Atlanta? Dave brought it here on his little truck. He brought it here how soon before Christmas? Oh, it was like, I think for Christmas, like he, you know, he and Christy and Caleb were coming to stay with grandma for Christmas. And they brought it. Brought it. And then when did you guys set up the trampoline? Was Christmas Eve, honey? I think it was Christmas Eve. Or we might have set it up the day before and hid it in somebody's yard. Okay. Walked it over. Got it. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Love. You. How many years old do you think the trampoline was? Ballpark. Ooh. I don't know. Four, maybe. Don't lie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe five. <laughs> uh, it didn't look bad. It did not look bad. We were. We were. The story ends with us being elated. But I just wanted to fact check myself on it being yeah. my cousins. Okay. Okay. Love you. Love you hey, too. wait. Last question. Yes. Did they make you pay for it? I don't remember that. She wrong for that one. Did we give them any money for the trampoline? Yeah, $400. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, I don't Dad. Think so. Okay, love you. Love you too. Bye. Okay, so here's the thing. I just recently, it was Lola's birthday. Now, Lola has the, I don't want to say unfortunate fate, but I think if your birthday is anywhere toward after December 4th, like I'm going to give you December 4th. After December 4th, you are, you, you, you don't have a birthday. It's Christmas. Okay. Your birthday gifts are always going to be lesser than because they're going to be like, well, this is your birthday and Christmas. Like I just do have a lot of sympathy in my heart for anyone whose birthday falls after December 4th. So anyways, Lola, Lola's birthday is December 16th. And I went and got her. I wanted to make sure she felt special. She was turning two. And so um, I got her this dollhouse. Now this is kind of crazy because I'll get back to the trampoline story. This is crazy because this story ends with me getting a DM from Joanna Gaines. I did not tag Joanna Gaines. I did not, I did not tag whatever her brand is. Heath and gosh, shit. What is it? Like Heath and Hart, whatever the brand is at Target. Okay. Heath and Hart, Heath and Willow. I don't know. Some stuff like that where Chip and Joanna Gaines, whatever. Anyways, I bought this dollhouse and I basically was like, you know what? I'm going to do the good thing. It's like her godmother. I know this has a trillion pieces and it's hard to put together. And if she opens the box, what do kids want to do? They want to play with it right away. Then what does the dad have to do? The dad has to put it together. And Mike's going to be like, Shannon, 
I fucking hate you. So I was like, and he, they're just, they're busy. They have three kids. So I was like, what am I doing? I can just drink up some wine and put together this dollhouse. Yeah. Holy shit. I posted like, this is so crazy that you guys are putting this together. How do you do this? And everyone's like unanimous response was try doing that on Christmas Eve because everyone puts these things together on Christmas Eve. So they're like ready and put together and special as if Santa brought them, you know, for the children. So on Christmas day, I was like, wow, that's crazy. And it made me think of Oh, also, yeah, I posted, honestly, ripping them to shreds in a funny way. I was like, Miss Joanna, you're wrong for this one. This is some bullshit. Fuck this. I said, respectfully, fuck this dollhouse. Like, oh my God, Joanna. She said, like, crying, laughing faces and was like, too funny. You did a great job. Congrats on getting it put together. Hope she loved it. And I was like, Joanna, stop. Who sent you this? Who sent you, Joanna? I didn't even tag you, girl. Um, I wrote back. I was like, Lola loves it. Um, anyways, that was cool. This podcast episode is sponsored by Care Of. All right, so I'm not exactly eating all my veggies and getting everything quite right around the holiday season, and that's okay because I also take supplements that give me all the nutrients I need. And if you guys have been following me for a long time, then you know that I've been using Care Of vitamins for literally years, five years, six years. I can't even keep up. I've just used them forever now. They are part of my day-to-day routine, and I love these things for a multitude of reasons because my name is just personalized right there on the front of the packet, and I love that. My family's obsessed with it. I've got them hooked with it as well because they just see it, and they're like, wow, that's personalized. But here's the thing about it. It's completely personalized for what your body needs on the inside as well, not just your name on the front. You just take the easiest little in-depth five-minute quiz that asks you all about your body, lifestyle, day-to-day consumptions, and health goals. And now here's the part where we got to be honest with ourselves, okay? We got to be honest with like how many drinks do we have a week? And we all know we do love our wine. So that's what you got to be honest about. But that's great because you know what? For me in my pack, I got magnesium, which is helpful if you can be deficient in magnesium when consuming alcohol. And I also have ashwagandha for content concentration, B12 for energy, probiotics for my gut health. And listen, I talk about it all the time, but everybody needs good gut health. All right. You get older and you realize things that are important to your life. You're like, mm, gut health, that I need to, to be more aware of that. And I just see a serious difference in my digestion whenever I'm consistently taking my care of vitamins. And that's the thing. You got to be consistent about it. But each shipment comes with a customized pamphlet showing you exactly what the individual daily packs mean and why it is recommended specifically for you and your health goals, which was personalized by Dr. Backed Recommendation. Taking all the guesswork out of the supplements that are best suited for you because that can be a tricky thing. Also, for all of us trying to care about sweet mother earth more, take comfort in knowing that Care Of's daily vitamin packs are made of basic plant-based compositable film so you can stress less about your impact on the environment. And I'm always traveling, so having these individual packs already made up and ready to go with everything I need in them is so much better and convenient than packing all these different pill bottles. And you guys already know I'm a sweet, sweet Christmas angel, and I have hooked up with a code for you guys. For 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code PROBABLY50. That is a whopping 50% off your first order by going to TakeCareOf.com and entering code PROBABLY50. 50. So nevertheless, it reminded me of this trampoline experience where we woke up one Christmas morning and here's the thing about our house. Our house is like, it's not on a hill, but it kind of is. There's like a, it is like the lake is below us a little bit. And there's this like little cinder block situation. It's, it sounds terrible. It's that my parents have made it look nice. Okay. There's a little cinder block situation with trees and bushes and hedges and whatever. Anyways, it was the perfect spot to put the trampoline, which we now know came from my cousin um, who had had the trampoline for five years. All right. He was upgrading. We were taking whatever we could get our hands on. All right. And that is the Ford family way. Okay. So um, my parents, but here's the beauty, like, and I've told this before, like we did not grow up with a lot of money, but I thought we were so rich. Like I was like, "Mm, I got a trampoline for Christmas. So what like and what and what about it and what I got a trampoline for Christmas and what um so basically it was like we had opened all of our gifts and my mom and dad were like go outside you know there's I think that they thought we could see it and it was perfectly underneath the hedges and stuff that like we couldn't really see it and we kept being like what 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 and I remember such a core memory of us finally because they really made us work for it like they didn't just say like walk outside and go around the corner they like wanted us to stumble upon it and I guess we just never did and then like I don't know like three hours into we already opened gifts and we were just like eating breakfast and stuff my parents were like what's down there by the lake but it's cold you know in South Carolina it was a cold, it was unusually cold that year. I remember specifically because it was freezing and sometimes it's 60, 70 degrees rarely, but like that year it was definitely like, you know, for South Carolinians cold, it was like 50 degrees. And so 
we were like, oh, we don't want to walk outside. And she was like, well, Emery just threw that football over there. Go grab it. And I was like, mm, no. And, she, and my mom was like, are you go, go get it before the dog tears it up. And I was like, oh, okay. And me and my sister walk out there and we see this trampoline and we go apps of motherfucking Lily berserk. We lose our mind that Santa Claus brought us this trampoline. Now let me tell you something. My mom's like, it didn't look old. Immediately, I was like, this has rust on it. <laughs> like, we were like, who's, where did Santa Claus get this trampoline? Like, it was, it was your classic, like, it was when the trampolines were coming out that had those, like, little um, covers over the springs so that your feet didn't fall into the springs. And then it had, like, you know, a net maybe. This one was your classic iron rod stands springs exposed and we're jumping on it and we're having the time of our lives for about an hour and my mom's probably going to say this has not happened i think it, it either happened christmas day or it happened two days after christmas but we were jumping on it me and my sister were not super heavy people we were not super large children we're jumping on it hole we pop hole Right, right legs go right through it. It was me, by the way. Scrape my leg hole up. I'm screaming. I'm stuck in it. My sister has to pull me out. I'm like, what? Trampoline did Santa Claus break us? Like, oh my gosh. But like literally such a core memory, such a good memory. And you know what? Sharon Kane Vic, they went and bought us Mac Daddy trampoline. Like they went and bought us like a fire trampoline with like the net. The, they were probably thinking if now that I'm an adult, I'm thinking they probably went back like, yeah. We should have just bought them a trampoline. <laughs> they were thinking, mm, we should have not taken the the used trampoline from Aunt Christie. We probably should have just bought them a trampoline. And they did a couple months later and it was Fuego. So that was a core memory. And then I had this memory of my sister getting a boomerang. She wanted a boomerang so bad. She wanted a boomerang more than any child in America at the age of 12 should want a boomerang. I don't know why she wanted a boomerang so badly. <laughs> she really wanted a boomerang, okay? And so Santa Claus bought her a boomerang and she threw the boomerang. She threw the boomerang. It did not come back to her so many times. It did not come back and she finally figured it out. And here's the thing. My parents' property is on gorgeous lakefront property and she kept throwing it to this left, the right side of our house, which has like a bunch of land. And then she finally got it to come back to her. And it was actually like low key, pretty fucking cool. Like boomerangs are pretty cool if you figure them out. And she got it. She figured it out how to throw the boomerang again. What a, weird thing to want but we were growing up in the era of playing outside and that was cool so she was throwing this boomerang it was coming back to her i was trying to throw it it did not come back to me she threw it this one time and it, i mean i think she'd had it for like 45 minutes she throws it she was so confident because it had been coming back to her she throws it towards the lake it does not come back to her the boomerang sinks into the lake and she's like oh and my parents were like what the fuck? <laughs> I just remember, I remember being a shithead little sister. I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I in the lake. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I also have another core memory. And this one, I wish I was still on the phone with my mom because I want to tell her how much I love this Christmas. And I wonder if she remembers this. One thing about me as a small child, I was, I do not know what this says about me. I do think now that I'm thinking about it and I'm connecting the dots, I think this actually says a lot about me in regards to my current job. I don't know, again, not sure if this is a canon event, but one thing about me, and I also am not sure if this is because we didn't have, I told you guys this before, right? That my parents accidentally were getting free cable for a really long time. I think I've told this story where, yeah, yeah, Courtney's shaking her head. Basically, like my parents, when we moved into our house when I was five, something was going on with the cable company and we were receiving free cable. And so my parents were obviously not calling the company being like, I think you've made a mistake. And obviously, we were just accepting the free cable. And then like they didn't turn it off from the previous owner or something. I don't know. My mom knew this. Actually, I don't know if she didn't know if who was getting charged for it, but she's basically like, this shit is coming in free for us. So we're keeping it. But here's the thing. We slowly started losing channels and my mom was not going to call them to be like, hey, we're losing channels. The Disney channel just like left because she was like, mm, don't want them to notice that we are literally getting free cable. So, uh, and that was like before Wi-Fi. We just had like dial up and stuff. So anyways, I'm sure that shit was expensive. So we just lost a lot of channels, et cetera. So I, all this is to bring back around to the fact that I was obsessed with infomercials and I would stay up so late watching infomercials. The first time that I went to, I can't remember if it was Gatlinburg or some city like that, maybe Myrtle Beach, there was a store, a store that was called As Seen on TV. And the store was dedicated to the things that you see in infomercials. I 
lost my fucking mind. I went, I went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I was like, ah, say it on TV. It's all right here. We could buy it right here. This is crazy. Um, I, 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 I was obsessed with infomercials and two stories for you guys. One year for my birthday, I had to have been 11. Oh, I really want to call my mom again. I'm just going to, can I, can I call her one more time? This is so funny. I've got to get Sharon K on the podcast. She told me she would come on my hundredth episode and I'm holding her to it. So basically guys, the story goes that it's my birthday and I think I was like 11. I was really young. I was really young and she's definitely going to answer in her phone voice now that she knows she's on the podcast. Hey, sweetie. Hey mom, you're still on the podcast. I have another question. Okay. How old was I whenever I obsessively wanted to spend all of my birthday money that I got, which was like $120 guys, which back in, you know, 2000 four was a lot of money for an 11. I think I was like 11 or 12. How old was I? Do you remember whenever I obsessively wanted to spend all my birthday money on the magic bullet? <laughs> and you were like, are you sure? And I was like, yes. And you had to call because you had to be 18 years or older to call. And I was like, you have to put it on a credit card, mom. I'll give you all my birthday money. And you were like, are you sure? I remember, I, you know, I want to say maybe fifth grade or sixth grade. I wanted the magic bullet because so bad. <laughs> It had to be fifth or sixth grade. The seventh grade's when um, the light switch flipped and you were too cool for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was just telling the story that I spent all my birthday money, how I was obsessed with watching infomercials. And here's the thing about, I, my, my mom did ask me, are you sure, like four times. And I was like, yes, this is what my soul desires. I want to buy the magic bullet. Which you guys, if you're not familiar with infomercials, which you should be, the magic bullet is a blender. It's a blender that blends things, okay? They sell them at Kohl's now. They're all over the place. But at the time, you could only get them as seen on TV. And I remember mom when as they- As seen on TV. As yeah. seen on TV. I remember when they came in, when it came in, you were like, huh, because it was like one of those things where it's like, but wait, if you order now, but wait, if you do this, you get all this free stuff. And I remember when the magic bullet came in, there was like three boxes and I opened up like a juicer or something. And you were like, what's this? Mm -hmm. And I was like, remember, they said there was more. <laughs> you were like, oh, okay. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. We're on my hair journey. Honestly, my voice kind of slays. All right, you girlies are all strapped in with me on my hair journey, whether you want to be or not. All right, so here's the thing. Having glued in individual hair extensions for 11 years definitely did a number on my hair and it's health, okay? That's a given. But then I cut my hair into a bob two years ago. And while that definitely helped, I wanted to start over and grow my hair naturally and get it truly healthy, right? I didn't want to have to add any fake hair in there. No shade. I just like, I wanted to see what my hair could do on its own, but I wanted it to start out great, right? So that is where Nutrafol comes in. And it came very, very, very highly recommended to me by many, many, many hair gurus and just friends in general who have used the product and love their results. So if you have hair thinning, hair shedding, or if you just want to get your hair to its healthiest place like me, Nutrafol can help get Get you there. And the results I see from taking Nutrafol are generally just so obvious. Like there are many, many reasons behind hair thinning and Nutrafol addresses these issues at the root of the cause. Okay. They take it a very much like whole body approach to hair health. So they're starting within your body. Okay. They're addressing the root issues. And it also is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. Now I've given Nutrafol as a gift to my friends who are experiencing postpartum hair loss as well. It's plant-based, has drug-free science-backed ingredients so that you really, really do just get the most reliable results. And I love how my natural hair has been growing, especially because I am trying to have my hair at its healthiest, peak, most gorgeous self for my wedding next year. So if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair like me, for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code PROBABLY. Now find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Go to Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code PROBABLY. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code PROBABLY. Okay, and then I have one more question because I was talking about core memories for Christmas gifts, and one was the trampoline. Two was when Emery wanted the boomerang. And that was really funny to me that she just really wanted a boomerang and it kept not coming back to her and then she lost it in the lake. But the other, the other story was, and I don't know if you remember how excited I was, but this is like stuck in my mind for Christmas gifts. The year that I was, I was in a commercial baby Shannon, I was obsessed with something that was like melting chocolate or something. 
It was like a fondue kit. A fond- and, and I woke up and Santa Claus had brought me the kit. He had brought me chocolate. Like you had set it up where we were a family where on Christmas morning you came out and your gifts were unwrapped. They were like displayed. And Santa each. And yeah, they were wrapped gifts, but Santa didn't wrap his gifts. Santa just put them in front of the tree. Like my sister had a section of the tree, my brother had a section of the tree, and I did. And I remember my section of the tree had like. It looked like I had walked into a store and just you just bought you had displayed it so beautifully. It was all different confection sugars and candies and molds and the kit and it was like the it just sticks out of my brain as like the best Christmas ever. That's wonderful. Do you remember how excited I was for that? Or do you remember putting that I, one together? I do remember. I hadn't thought about that since probably that Christmas, but you talking about displaying the chocolates and everything, I remember it now. I just loved I, it. was probably, I'm not going to lie, it was probably an infomercial. My mom probably had to call and get it off an infomercial. I was obsessed. Okay, well, I love you so much. Um, okay, I love you too. Last thing, I just want to remind you before you go, Mom, that you did tell me that you would be on my 100th episode, and you told me that a couple years ago, mm-hmm. but it's coming up, sister. Uh, I do not remember that at all. Well, it all falls right. in uh, April. It falls in April. And so your birthday falls in April. So we'll just have a birthday. I'm a little busy. No, okay. I'm a busy that month. Okay, love you. Bye. It is her 60th birthday. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Uh, we're getting that bitch on the podcast. Um, okay, she's hilarious. I love my I love my parents so much. <sighs> I really do. Um, okay, so anyways, yeah. It was like a whole kit. And I just remember being like obsessed with anything infomercial, anything like buy one, get one. Like, I think that's also why I was... I think everyone was obsessed with the show Shark Tank, but I loved it because it was very reminiscent of as seen on TV gadgets and gizmos. And I was just obsessed with watching them. I wanted all of them. I hated that I wasn't 18. It's a good thing I wasn't because I would have bought all of them on my parents' credit card. Okay. Um, also, how did they ever know you weren't 18? I guess I probably would have been like, hi, I like to buy the <laughs> magic bullet. <laughs> also, the magic bullet was so underwhelming. I remember it came in and it had like, here's the thing. I bought the magic bullet with my $120 birthday money. And my mom was, I remember, I'll never forget her being like, honey, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I've never been more sure of something in my life, mom. <laughs> I want this magic bullet. But whenever I bought it, I remember it came in and I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, perfect. So mom, I need you to go get a pound of strawberries, some uh, heavy whooping cream. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing with the magic bullet? And I was like, everything, mom. It's the magic bullet. It can do it all. And she was like, no, we're, hold on. You can use what we have in the house. And I was like, I came from an ingredient household, which you might think to yourself, hmm, that sounds like a perfect household to live in for magic bullet. There are so many ingredients to put together. No, what are they going to blend up like fucking ranch packets and other dressings and milk and eggs? Like we didn't have shit in our house. So anyways, I want to say the magic bullet was a total fail. And I was like, womp, womp, womp. But that year that I got all the like baking chocolate fondue kits and all that stuff. I just remember that really being like sticking out in my brain. Um, okay. A lot of people ask me about splitting holidays with family members. And here's the thing. I always say this, well, this is going to be a two part situation. So there was someone that asked, what do you do when you're feeling lonely and single and you don't have a boyfriend during the holidays? Like it was like a bunch of sad faces. And I immediately read that and I was like, oh my gosh, actually I like, that is not sad. Like, but then I thought about it. Cause I was like, that's not sad. You have your family. For those of you who don't have an amazing family to go home to, or maybe dread going home and seeing your family in the holidays, I know everyone does not have a situation that I feel blessed to be in with just loving to go home for the holidays and spending that time with your family. A lot of people can find it triggering. Um, And so they're like, damn, I wish I had a significant other during the holidays. In those situations, I would try to really reach within. I would try to find grace and tolerance for your family. That is a very hard thing to do. I know, but you really do only have one family. So just try to get through the, you know, the two days. However, if you're just speaking from a situation where you're like, I'm just sad. Everyone has a boyfriend and I don't, and I want a boyfriend or significant other during the holidays. I say this about in general, wanting a significant other one. First of all, you don't have to get an extra gift. That's nice. Maybe you're thinking, I'd love to do that. I actually like giving gifts. So I, I see that side too, but here's the thing. You never know. You never know when you're going to find your significant other and every day that you have to celebrate your independence and be by yourself, it is actually really nice to be by yourself. It's really nice to only have your family to go home to. And the second you get a significant other and you know, once you get engaged or married, you really actually have to start splitting your time. And I have always had this rule. It's not a rule that my parents have. It's not a rule that James parents have. It's just a rule that I've kind of given myself because I have had a lot of friends get married before me. And I realized by seeing that, that like, 
whoa, one day you really do have to split this time because that's the right thing to do, right? And I know all those like really funny memes that are like, okay, I'm gonna, this might be confusing to understand without looking at the memes, but you know all the memes that are about like the mom side, how everyone likes their mom's side better. And then this girl I follow who's hilarious, Amanda, she was like, she has like five boys and she was like doing this really funny reel about, oh shit, I just realized that once my son's, get married and have kids. I'll be the father's side. I'll be the dad's side. And she was like, no, because there's all these like funny jokes about like how the mom's side's better. Anyways, I think those memes are funny, but here's what you have to remember. And I feel like I talked to a lot of my friends about this. They're like, oh, I don't want to do Christmas. Like I want to do Christmas with my family, but we have to split time because now we have children and we have to go to his side this year. And I'm like, you just have to remind yourself that you're just picture your husband as a little boy. Picture your husband as a little boy and remember that his mom and dad made Christmas so special for him every year. And they have these traditions and they have these moments and that going home for Christmas to his side of the family is so monumental and special for them too. You have to try to remember, see your husband as the little boy who just like wants to be with his mom and dad on Christmas too. And you have to be really kind and aware of that, I feel like. And and also it's why it's nice if you're single, because I had this rule for myself, like I said, where as long as I was dating someone, I mean, I dated my ex for three years. I never spent a Christmas away from my family because I said, one day we're going to be married. One day we're going to have children and we're going to have to choose. Now, I never got married or had children with that man, but I just said to myself, one day I'm going to have to choose. And every year that I don't have to choose which one in, in split time, I feel lucky and blessed that I get to spend that time with my family. And I hate those doomsday TikToks and those doomsday reels on Instagram that are like, how old are you? Think about it. You only have 14 birthdays left with your parents. You only have 26 Mondays left with your children. And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. don't say that. Don't do that. I hate that. You only have 246 Mondays left with your children. And I'm like, no, no, no. I hate that. Don't. I hate doing that. But at the end of the day, like time is ever ticking. And one thing that's for sure, there are two things sure in this life. We are all going to die and we all have to pay our taxes. Okay. And I think any Christmas we get to spend with our family is a blessing and I love spending Christmas with my family. I feel very fortunate that I get to have both families here this year, but it's not always going to be like that. So if you're finding like, if you're struggling with not having a significant other during the holidays, I think just like remind yourself that one day you're going to have to choose one day you don't get to go home for Christmas. And it's really nice to be able to be with your family and just enjoy that time. So anyways, that's my Christmas spiel. Okay. That's what I think about that. New year, new hangovers. Honestly, probably. Okay, but something to help immensely with that is drinking Vita Coco coconut water, which is just delicious anyways, but also has so many benefits. Firstly, Vita Coco is the number one coconut water brand in the US. So they are number one for a reason, all right? You can live a balanced and healthy lifestyle when you incorporate healthy beverages into your day-to-day -day routine. And Vita Coco has nutrients to help you keep supercharged throughout your day and helps you feel good, all right? When James and I go to the gym, yes, she is a gym girly now, we drink their electrolytes coconut water to hydrate before and after because when you're working hard and sweating, you're losing all of those electrolytes that your body desperately needs to function, okay? So Vita Coco comes to the rescue to get those replenished and back into your body, which we need. And for all my dry January girlies, God, speed i will not be joining you but if you're partaking in the task might i suggest a delicious and yummy coconut water to replace all the boring plain water that you'll be drinking that month i think honestly whatever your journey is adding a beverage to your daily routine that also has fantastic health benefits can truly never hurt so try vita coco today take 25 percent off and get vita coco shipped to your door by using code probably on vitacoco.com and if you prefer to shop in store well find vita coco at most big name grocery stores in your city as well as superstores like walmart drugstores like cb Yes, and your local convenience stores and bodegas. Vitacoco is literally everywhere. But with James and I, I don't know. Everyone was like, what kind of traditions do you want to start with your with your family? And I'm like, I definitely think I'll do the silly little coconut in the stocking. I mean, it's just like so weird and funny. I think I'll do that. And then I don't know if we'll do a I think we will. I think I'll try to let them open a gift on Christmas Eve. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take from my mother. And I'll probably actually, I'm turning into my mother every day, every day. I'm more and more like her, which is a blessing, a blessing. But you know, when you start realizing that you're turning into your mother and you're like, shit, I am literally turning into my mother. But I'm like, no, it is quite smart to kind of figure out how to give them the Christmas pajamas you want them to wear on Christmas morning as their gift the, the night before. But maybe I'll, um, I'll do something different. I'll get them a little toy, a little trinket to play with, but I will definitely tell them which one they can open. I'll be like, you're opening this one on Christmas Eve. Um, I think I'll keep that tradition. I wonder if we'll call him Santa or Father Christmas. James wants our kids to call me mom. 
I'm like, the kids, the kids aren't calling me mummy. <laughs> There's no way. And he's like, oh, but I want him to call you mummy so bad. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we'll put Peppa Pig on and we'll see what they want to call me. Okay. We'll see if they want to call me mummy or also I, I now I have this question. You know, how we teach kids to say like mama or dada. The kids always say dada first because it's like easier on the tongue and lips. Did your child say dada first? Yep. They all do. They all say dada first. Um, producer Courtney has a baby. So I was like, not a baby. She's a little girl. But yeah, all, all little kids say dada first because apparently it's like easier to say. But I'm like, did they say mama or did they say mama? <laughs> like, is it mama instead of mama? I don't know. Anyways, uh, TBD will put on a lot of Pippa the Pig and see if they develop a British accent. No idea. But some holiday traditions that I would kind of want to pull in is definitely like, it's a classic stuff. You know, something that was not around when we grew up was uh, Elf on the Shelf. Elf on the Shelf is quite the undertaking. I've heard. <laughs> I've heard that, that that guy can cause a lot of stress on people. Do you guys do Elf on the Shelf? Nope. You Once you start it, you can't stop it. So you have to commit. You know, Taylor and Mike did it when Walker was growing up and they, you, you get to name your elf, right? Like you name him. And I think she was eating brownies and she just named him brownie. Um, but anyways, you know, they were moving, they were doing stuff. They couldn't find the elf, all these things. And Taylor's like, we couldn't find the elf. We just kind of did one thing about a five-year-old. They don't forget. They don't forget. And she was like, where's brownie? And Taylor's like, what were we going to tell her? The elf, the elf didn't come back this year. I was like, I, first time she said it to me, I was like, I don't know. Have you been good this year? Maybe Brownie's not coming because you haven't been good. I'm like such a scare tactic parent. I really, I'm sure that some like therapist or someone is listening to this, like that is not proper parenting. And I'm like, I just feel like I'm going to be a scare tactic. I'm going to be like, Jesus is watching. Santa Claus is watching. Maybe the elf's not coming because you're being naughty. <laughs> like I'm like, that's just... That's how I was raised. Okay. Scare tactics. Um, when that, when that show came out, uh, behind bars, scared to, what is scared straight. Oh, my parents, let me tell you, let me take you down a little trip down my childhood. First things first, if that show would have been out when I was actually an adolescent versus when I was in like college or high school, my parents would have been like, how do we apply? Okay. And also my parents are the kind of parents that would drive through like homeless areas and be like, look at this are you grateful? Are you grateful for the things we've given you? And I'm like, yes. Like me, I'm like, I can't believe you bought me Joe Boxer. My friend just told me that was from Kmart. My mom's like, perfect. Skirt. We're taking the route home to ride through the homeless area to show you how thankful you should be. And I'm like, mom, I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. Like I grew up in a scared tactic household. Okay. It was, you going to learn today. Today you're going to learn. And that was how I was raised. And I kind of think, I turned out all right. <laughs> I think I'm gonna scare the shit out of my kids too. Um, other traditions, I don't know. I think we'll just keep it, keep it cash, keep it the huge Christmas traditions, you know. So pretty much just the regular schmegular stuff. I think we'll be bringing into my holiday traditions, but I don't know because we don't have kids yet. It might all change. Um, I do wonder about splitting time because obviously James' family's in London, but like I have like. Like that sounds so adorable to bring kids to London to like celebrate Christmas in London and they grow up being like, yeah, I would split to, I don't know. I just think like it's, it's equal parts, the most inconvenient, troublesome. I can't recommend falling in love with someone not from America less. And that's, I mean, I truly feel that to my core 50% of the time, 50% of the time. I'm like, why can't you just be American? Why did I have to fall in love with a British man? Everything is so hard. The government makes this so hard. Okay. And then there's a 50% of me that's like, this is the coolest shit ever. And I just think about like the things we get to do together. I think about how funny life is and his accent and how we still don't understand each other when we say certain things and how I love getting to know his family from all these different parts in the world. And then how I love traveling and how maybe one day our kids will get to be the kids in school who are like, well, my daddy's English and my mommy's American. So we split time between London to visit my grandparents. Like they'll have a grandma and grandpa and aunts and uncles in London. Like that's fucking cool. You know, that's just cool. But you know, 50% of the time I'm like, why can't you just be American? Um, so I do think to those moments where I'm like, oh, taking them to Christmas in London, that'll be so cute and sweet and cool. I just feel like that'll be cool. Um, also, James really wants to go skiing this year. I'm a terrible, I've never skied. I've skied one time and he was, because of course he was, because of course he was. I remember when I first met him and I was like, stop, you're so hot. You're so tan. You're so British. Oh my gosh. And you do this. That's so cool. And this, oh, you played professional rugby. That's so cool. Oh, this. And then I remember it got to a point where I was like, oh, have you ever skied? Like, do you ski or do you snowboard? And he was like, oh, yes, actually, I was a ski instructor in the Swiss Alps. And I was like, it got to that point where I was like, of course you were. 
of course you were. And it shifted. It shifted from, you know, you're just like, you get to a point where you're too cool and you need to bring it down a notch. All right. I'm like, of course you were a ski. Oh, you don't just ski. You were a ski instructor in the Swiss Alps. Of course you were. Of course you were. You know what? Be like a little less cool. All right. How about you save some for the rest of us? All right. What was I doing? I was riding Big Bertha on Lake Murray. Do you know what Big Bertha is? Big Bertha is a big inner tube that almost kills you every time. Every time you almost die on Big Bertha. And I don't even think it was our Big Bertha. I don't think my parents would have paid for that. I think it was the neighbor's Big Bertha and we were borrowing it. And I almost died and cracked my neck on the Big Bertha. People ask me if I can ski. I say, I can't ski. I can't snowboard, but I can ride the shit out of Big Bertha. All right. Try me. Try me. Um, I really don't know why we got on that topic. <laughs> I couldn't be too sure. Clearly, I have some pent-up uh, aggression towards Big Bertha. Um, okay. Oh, let's see. Let's leave you guys on a reflection from last Christmas to this Christmas. Let me think. I wrote it down, and I didn't really think about it. So last Christmas, I would have been here in America. I celebrated with my family. Oh, my parents had just gotten brandy. Brandy they got for Thanksgiving, and I didn't come home for Thanksgiving, or did I? Oh, no, no. I was in South Africa for Thanksgiving, and we were eating ostrich. What a weird time. Um <laughs> They were so sweet. They like brought me out a happy Thanksgiving because I was the only American there in the safari camp. And they were like, we're having bird dinner. And I'm like, stop. They're even making, I was like, James, they're making turkey for me for dinner because it's technically Thanksgiving in America because obviously only Americans celebrate the tradition. And he was like, oh, it's so sweet. And then the bird they brought out was, in fact, ostrich. It was not turkey. Ostrich tastes a bit like steak, but tough. Er. So tough. Um, anyways, I, uh, yeah, was, I was home for Christmas and yeah, Brandy was a puppy and it was so cute and she was so sweet. And I remember thinking James was in, um, where was he for Christmas? I want to say he was in Africa. No. Yes. No, that's not true. Hold on. Where was he for Christmas? I remember now. Um, okay, so I was in South Carolina. My parents had just gotten a puppy. It was so cute. Brandy was so cute. And James was in the Seychelles. They they travel a lot for Christmas. So they were in the Seychelles at the Six Senses. It was giving, um, what's that show? Do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what's the show? Oh, no. Everyone was obsessed with it. The lady from Cinderella Stories in it. Why am I remembering nothing from it? Oh, my gosh. You know the show. Everyone's obsessed with the show, White Lotus. If you are listening to this and you are screaming in your car, I don't know why I had those different triggers for White Lotus. I'm like, the lady from Cinderella Story, why can't I remember her name? Makes you want a hot dog real bad. Oh, um, Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. Wow. It took us a while to get there, guys, but we're here now. Anyways, they were at the Seychelles in the Six Senses and it was giving White Lotus vibes. Um, anyways, Makes you want a hot dog real bad. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. Wow. Bless me. RIP. Rip. She's not dead in real life, but on that show, she dies. Mm, sorry if you haven't watched it. Uh, anyways, the last Christmas, I remember being so obsessed with James and like wishing I was with him, but also being so happy I was home. And this Christmas is crazy because I'm literally like owning a house in Franklin and with the love of my life and both of our families are, I mean, everything, the reflection from last Christmas to this Christmas is everything. It's so crazy. I'm going to do, I'm stopping myself from a lot of things that I'm going to talk about because we're going to have a new year's, not new year's even, I don't know what Tuesday it falls on, but it's going to be like at the beginning of January and we're going to do a big, I like doing manifesting. I like doing shit we're leaving behind in 2024. I'm going to do a whole spiel. So keep locked in for that. But I, I, so I'm, I'm stopping myself from saying too much, but it is crazy. I will leave you with this on this Christmas spectacular, on this holiday spectacular, because we do love all of my, listen, shouts out to my Jewish queens and kings. Okay. So happy Hanukkah. Shouts out to everyone who celebrates Kwanzaa and literally any other fabulous holiday. So this is a holiday spectacular, but, um, one thing about this holiday spectacular is that it is over and uh, I will leave you with this. A lot can happen in one year. So if you're listening to this right now and you're like, mm, what am I doing with my life? What am I just think? In 365 days, like shit can so just pop off. It's wild. So I love you guys. Happy holidays. And um, I'm going to keep drinking this shit and talking. Tonic. It's kind of making me forget stuff. I got to go. Bye.